The Spur of the Moment podcast is proudly presented by Shane Daigie, Realtor of Always Here Properties. Selling your home, buying your home, first-time buyers, investors, and seasoned home buyers. Call or text 512-540-1626, and I'll be glad to help with all of your real estate needs. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Spur of the Moment podcast. I'm your host, Shane Daigie. And I'm your co-host, Drew Daigie. Welcome to episode 111 of Spur of the Moment. <laughs> yeah, coming straight from the Simonator Studios in the heart of Texas, the Spurs lost a close one to the Boston Celtics. The final score was 121 to 116. Jason Tatum ended up scoring 34 points for them, like the superstar he is. And Jalen Brown, like the other superstar he is, ended up with 29. And then Malcolm Brogdon came off the bench for 23 to lead the Celtics over the Spurs. Spurs had some great outings from some guys. And, uh, you know, Zach Collins had a great night. They actually had uh, uh, a few players in double figures. I think it – I don't know the total, but Drew's got that for you. But – I know they had uh, three different players score 18 points, which was kind of impressive. And I thought the Spurs played really well in that game. Drew, what were your thoughts? Yeah, I do. I think we played really good against the championship contending team. I mean, eight guys in double figures, and we didn't even have Keldon Johnson or Devin Vassell. A lot of young guys stepped up and a really good win. We shot 49% from the field in this game and just had a – we're good on the glass. We're good everywhere, but we just – ended up coming short in this game against the Celtics. Yeah, and that happens. I mean, they're obviously a more talented team than we are right now, but, uh, you know, to hang in there and compete and battle with them. I didn't like the Spurs fans chanting MVP, or I should say Celtics fans in the Spurs arena chanting MVP, MVP for Tatum, but I get it. That's how it's going to be all year. Yeah, I know, I know. I get it, but uh, for those of us lifers, it's always going to be go Spurs go. All right, we're going to listen to uh, Romeo Langford had some good things to say. That was remember that was his former team before he got traded to the Spurs, and so here's Romeo. Uh, it was tough and encouraged at the same time. I mean, it's tough that we lost, but um, look, I mean, look how we played. We played really well. Um, yeah, we, we were down a lot of guys, and we didn't we didn't we didn't give up. We played the full forty eight minutes. They brought it to us, and we brought it right back, and it came down to the last couple plays. Yeah, most definitely, it just shows that we are capable of playing at that level, and. Like I said, we're like 23, 22, 24 years old, 19. And look what we did. We, we just came back from a back-to-back against possibly the best team in the, in the league right now and played them down to the wire with missing guys. So we are capable of playing at that level when we do the right thing and play a full 48 minutes. Yeah, I think, I think all my teammates' shots are going to fall, especially, especially at the end. So that was Romeo Lankford talking about just – the Spurs competing, and I love that never-say-die mentality. That's that's awesome to hear, and uh, great words from Romeo. All right, we're going to do the top two, bottom two. I'm going to start off with mine since Drew had it last episode. My top two were Josh Richardson. I really liked his game off the bench. He had an awesome night for the Spurs. Ended up scoring 18 points, knocking down four threes. Ended up grabbing three boards. Also got four assists in there as well. And uh, Jay Rich also had a steal and two blocks. So just a great night overall for him. And you plus minus people, he had a plus six, which actually led the Spurs that night. And that was all off the bench. So Josh Richardson is my number one. 
My number two is a guy who's really been leading uh, the Spurs lately and uh, ended up scoring 18 points, five rebounds, five assists. That's Trey Jones. Another solid night for Trey. He also chipped in with the steal, but uh, Trey Jones also had 18 points, so that was my top two. Drew? Yeah, so for my number one top two, I have Zach Collins, who has really been stepping up his game when we're without Jakob Pertl, because in this game he had 18 points, five assists, 12 rebounds, put up, I mean, shot eight, eight of 13 from the field in 34 minutes. He really stepped up tonight and played a really good game. My second top two, I went with Romeo Langford, who had a pretty good outing against his um, last team. He put up 14 points, seven rebounds, shooting seven to 15 from the field in 31 minutes. So those are my top two. All right, those are a good one, yeah. But and that's that's an oddity that we had two separate ones on each one, but uh, that that's just how that game went. There were a lot to choose from. All right, my bottom two. I'm gonna go Isaiah Roby because of his one minute, and he played one minute and scored zero points. And you know his his role with the Spurs has been declining lately, and uh, I think that was another example of that. My second one was Charles Bassey. He did some good by having five rebounds, but didn't score a single bucket. Uh, for the Spurs and, uh, you know, didn't have his customary block shot or two. And he turned the ball over a couple times. So that was my bottom two. Drew? Yeah, so for my number one bottom two, I'm going to go with Kata Bates-Diop, who got the start with a couple guys being out. Kata had four points, four rebounds, but he only shot two of six from the field, 0 of one from the three-point line with two turnovers, which really ultimately got him on this bottom two. My second bottom two, I went with Charles Bassey, who had zero points, five rebounds, but he had two turnovers and didn't shoot a single shot. So he's my number two bottom two. All right. Well, there you go. And now it's time for our question of the day. Remember, you can always text us at 512-540-1626. Tonight's question comes from Josh in Richardson, Texas. Josh's question is, I know earlier in the season you guys were giving potential draft slots and picks. Will that be featured again, or will we have to wait until May or June? Hashtag tank for Wimby. Drew, you want to take that one? So what's the question? like? Well, I'll answer it since Drew wasn't paying attention. No, it was. I just the question, we were given draft picks. So what we're going to do to answer your question, Josh, is we were waiting for the midseason point. In that point, in a segment after our top two, bottom two, we're going to do where we sit in the lottery and who we think the Spurs will draft. And we'll give a little information about what that player's been doing recently. So that's going to start after the midway point of the season. And if you're counting, that game against the Celtics was game number 40. Well, guess what the midway point of the season is? Game 41. So after the Grizzlies game, that's the halfway point of the season. We'll start doing draft picks and draft slots and giving capsules on the player that we think it is that night. Because by the time May or June hits, we'll already kind of have a general idea of where we're going to fit in that uh, scenario. So thanks for your question, Josh. And uh, I don't know if it's going to be Wimbanyama, but it is going to be a player that's going to help the Spurs in a big way. And I'll give you some comparisons of who these players match up to because I just heard one recently from one of the college players, and I really like that comparison. All right. So, so now it's time for this day in Spurs history, Drew. Yeah, so I'm going to take us back to January 7th, 2014, where the San Antonio Spurs traveled to Memphis to play the Grizzlies. And the Spurs ended up getting a win in a very, very close matchup. The Spurs got the win 110 to 108. Um, our leading scorer in this game was Tim Duncan. 
the big man who put up 24 points, 17 rebounds, 4 assists. We had Marco Bellinelli who had 19 points, 4 rebounds, 4 assists. Kawhi Leonard with 17 points, 6 rebounds. Tony Parker with 10 points and 6 assists. And coming off the bench, we had Boris Diaw with 11 points, 3 rebounds. And to round out the double-digit scores, Patty Mills with 11 points in 13 minutes. With this win, the Spurs improved their record to 27-8 and when the Grizzlies um, had their record to 15-19. and Okay. That's a good one. What year was that again, Drew? 2014. All right. So the Grizzlies, that brings us up to our next opponent. So that's a really good one. Um, that's a preview of our upcoming game. The Spurs will be traveling to Memphis on Monday. And this is actually the first of a two-game series. They'll play the Grizzlies Monday and Wednesday. John Morant leads the Grizzlies, and they're they're pretty stinking good this year. Um so, what can you tell us about Memphis, Drew? Yeah, so Memphis, they just had a good win against the Jazz earlier today. But let's talk about some of the players that they have. John Morant, an MVP candidate, averaging 27 points, 6 rebounds, 8 assists. Desmond Bain, who's been really improved this year, he's averaged 22 points, 5 rebounds, 3 assists. Um, Dylan Brooks, who's averaged 17 points, 3 rebounds, 3 assists. Jaron Jackson Jr., with 17 points, 6 rebounds, and Tyus Jones, who has averaging 10 points and 3 rebounds, 5 assists. I think they're really good, and I think they're um, really good, and they're very cocky, too. This team um, talks a lot, so what are your thoughts on the Grizzlies? <laughs> yeah, I do think they're cocky. They actually, it took them overtime to beat us last time. Um, both John Morant and Desmond Bain had 32 points in that matchup. But that one was in San Antonio, and it, and it was overtime. That's when we had the full deck with us. That's when we had every player. And, uh, you know, Devin Vassell played. Keldon Johnson played. We had a lot of guys in double figures. And, uh, anyway, it was a real close one. That was uh, the 12th game of the season for the Spurs. I think this one's going to be a much tougher test. I think going to Memphis and where we are with the injury situation, I think it's going to be a tough night for the Spurs. My player to go off is going to be Romeo Lankford. I think he's going to have a great night. I, I like his never-say-die attitude. But I got Memphis winning this one by eight. I think it's going to be you – know, they're going to comfortably pull away with that one uh, probably early on. The Spurs will crawl back in there at the end. But that's what I have. Drew? Yeah, so for my player to go off, I'm going to go with Joachim Pertl. He's going to be my player to go off because what he did against the Grizzlies last game, he had 22 points, nine rebounds, four assists. And for my prediction for this game, I'm sadly going to have to go with the Grizzlies to win this game by seven points, okay? All right, so we'll see how that goes. Obviously, we don't want the Spurs to lose, but uh, or do we? I don't know. But uh, it's a weird, weird 2022-2023 season, and uh, we'll be here for all of it. So we'll have our podcast ready to rock for you guys. Uh, tomorrow night after the game. Thanks, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us on this episode of the Spur of the Moment podcast, and we'll be back with you Monday night. Drew, would you take us home, please? Yes, thank you, everybody, for joining us, and as always, go Spurs, go!